Coming up next on The Voice of Alabama Politics, Duran Ducks Debates. Also, what's next for gaming? And Alabama's getting sued. A lot. Meet the lawyers. Hey, what's the idea of spoiling the game? I was for onesies. Well, here's twosies. Oh, oh, he was for onesies? You get him to... Here's uh, fivesies. Ah, uh, oh, do we cheat him and how? All this and much, much more coming up next on The V. Welcome to The Voice of Alabama Politics, where we tackle the tough issues so you have the hard facts. I'm your host, Bill Britt, and today I'm joined by Susan Britt, research guru extraordinaire, Charlie Walker, Jill of all trades, assistant to the editors at APR, and Josh Moon, investigative reporter and columnist at APR. Welcome all. Hi. Hi. Hey, everybody. Hi. Can we say Jill of okay, Jill of all trades now? We won't get canceled I, I, I for that. I think it's okay. That's I'll good. Take okay, that. good. Yeah. You know, uh, there was a lot of red meat uh, at this last session. I mean, they put some stuff through the grinder that I wouldn't have thought would have made it. Mm-hmm. One thing that I did think that would make it was this divisive concept bill. In other words, they they wanted to put through a bill that said that teachers, uh, schools, universities could not basically teach concepts that made white kids feel uncomfortable. I mean, that's kind of where it broke down, Susan. Mm-hmm. I mean, but it did pass. It, it did pass. <clears throat> it did pass. Uh, it started out as a CRT bill. Right. You know, which CRT is only taught at master's level in colleges. But they managed to water it down to the point that they just called it divisive concepts. And I really would thought that one would have passed, but uh, it did not. No, it, it didn't. And I thought one of the interesting bits here in there, Josh, is that it says that they were not to teach that one race, sex, religion is inherently superior to another race or religion. And I, I just found the nature of that, trying to parse that out in schools just seems difficult, right? Yeah. No, I mean, it was, uh, this whole thing is, is pretty crazy. Uh, you know, in, in the original bill, um, they also tried to uh, dictate that slavery could not be taught from a standpoint of race, which I right. don't know. Yeah, right. exactly How else do you teach do that? that. Uh, uh, but uh, you know, it, I, I'm I, I'm not, I'm sort of surprised, but I also know uh, the the this bill not passing is an indication. It should be an eye opener for for teachers. Um, and the folks in the teachers' unions, um, and you know, to, to show them what sort of power that they do have. I know AEA worked very hard against this bill on behalf of the teachers who were very upset because I think yeah. uh, this uh, you know spanned across ideological lines uh, among teachers, and they felt like this was an intrusion on the classroom that they were not going to stand for, and they made their voices heard about that, and lawmakers backed off of it. You know, you know, well, it may have been uh, Republican red meat, 
But when you, you're facing a group of angry teachers, that's the biggest voting block in this state. Well, see, that's why I was so confused about the bill in the first place. I feel like this bill is what started the conversation, not a good conversation, right. but started the conversation of like racial tension in the classroom. I, I think before this, it was not an issue. This made it an issue, and now it's blown up into this thing, but I'm thankful it didn't pass. Well, I mean, you're right. I mean, after they started talking about this, people called in to the school system to complain about Black History Yeah, Month. and it trickles down to the kids. The kids hear about it at some point. They knew that this had become an issue. I'm sure some of those children knew, and it's just very uncomfortable for them. Like, I, yeah, I, well, I was in a classroom a few years ago. I, I wouldn't want to, to... That's awful circumstance. Well, and, and I agree. Yeah. And here's the thing. This whole, it seems like this whole last session was aimed at kids, whether it was yeah. the, the puberty blockers, whether it was uh, divisive think you know, d divisive concepts, or it seemed to be aimed at kids. No, they were targeting children. Josh, you were, you were going to say something. Yeah, you know, it, to me, the problem, what, what Charlie was saying is, you know, the it, it's in the class. We didn't have a problem in our classrooms with this because, right. and, and I think really the intent, the nefarious intent behind a lot of these bills, and I'm not saying it is necessarily with our legislature because they just copy and paste a lot of this stuff because right. it gets some votes. But, uh, but the intent, I believe, behind the bill from the beginning and behind the critical race theory stuff is to stop the education of children on these issues because the natural reaction of kids in these classes is not to hate their, you know, their white, you know, their white counterparts or to hate their black kids or to separate them by race. It's for these people to understand, you know, the white children in the classrooms to understand this is thing. These are things that happen. These are awful, terrible things that happen. And it's led to this, uh, the flow throughout history uh, here. And you can understand better the positions of your friends and neighbors. And you're more compassionate and understanding of those people. And if we have that, then certain political uh, folks are in trouble. And if they can't rely on the race to divide people, then they're going to be in trouble. And I think that's the, a, a big push behind some of these bills. Well, and I think that's true. And I think one of the other things that we, we saw here is that, uh, you know, they talk, listen to this for a minute, that one religion is not in, inherently superior to another. Imagine a teacher right. in Huntsville, Alabama, or, or let's say in, in, in Scottsboro, Alabama, teaching that Islam is in some way superior. Or even equal to. Or equal to. Yeah. Uh, Christianity, you would have an all-out riot. Yeah, you would. So <laughs> it's disingenuous. They do not mean. Right. They do not yeah, just mean imagine, that all religions. Imagine, uh, imagine a governor, for example, <laughs> releasing a statement that says uh, that they passed a bill that you know banned certain people from going into the bathroom because that's what Allah would have wanted. Well, and, 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 and let me put, let, you know? let me bring up another point here. Slavery wasn't a religion. Let's get that straight. Right. Slavery was not a religion. Okay, teaching it has nothing to do with religion. Well, but they, they just they, they just they always they always wrap it around their favorite word Christianity. Well, that, which is not something on, that we don't want you, the you little white kids banned. to feel you bad. Bands here. Uh, I, you know, I really like to pick up something else, but this this one has gone so far. I'm not sure how we get out of it now. But you know, one yeah. of the other things is, and, and Josh, you and I were talking about this the other day. I don't know that 
uh, there were a lot of people who used Christianity or religion to uh-huh. uh, make excuses for slavery. Uh, but I tell you what, what about yoga? What about yoga? Namaste. Is yoga Namaste. Namaste. I mean, really? <laughs> Namaste, Namaste, know, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. so the whole thing. I mean, go ahead. It's no, it, it's it, it's these. You know, we continue to push these these uh, contradictory ideas where you you say that you don't want uh, people to teach that one religion is superior to another, and then you have the same politicians out here talking about it was God and Christianity that led them to do these things. You know. Uh, All right, well, we're gonna have to leave it right. We're gonna have to let, let that be the last word before we get crosses burning. You're watching the <laughs> be the voice of Alabama politics. We'll be right back. So you got caught speeding. But this time you got more than a ticket. What are you in for? Vehicular homicide. Stop speeding before speeding stops you. Drive safe, Alabama. A message from your Alabama Department of Transportation. I'm Donald Trump and I love Alabama. As many of you know, there are a few issues facing our nation as important as election integrity and election fraud. This is why the people of the great state of Alabama must work together to make it easier to vote and harder to cheat. So get out, register to vote, and get a photo ID so you can make your voice heard and decide the future of our great country. Thank you. Welcome back to The V, the voice of Alabama politics. There are a couple of things that uh, we really wanted to get to in that first segment, Susan. We did not, but I'd like to go back to it. One is that uh, forever, Alabama has been shackling incarcerated pregnant women. Correct. Which is very dangerous and very cumbersome to try to have a baby in shackles or move in shackles. The legislature passed a bill that you can no longer shackle pregnant, incarcerated women in Alabama. Oh, and I've got to give it to <coughs> Rolanda Hollis and Pamela Wynn uh, on, on what they did with this bill. It, it, for, for ages and ages, women have been shackled, you know, whether they're pregnant or not. This becomes a health issue uh, and all the way through them actually giving birth in shackles. What They not only got that stopped, they got it stopped all the way back to you can no longer shackle a pregnant woman at any time. Right. And I got to hand it to them. They really went the extra mile and got this done. Definitely. Well, this is the kind of bill, Josh, it should should have never been even in question. It just was cruel and unusual to do this to him. But there, there were. this was a bill that was a long time coming. Oh, absolutely. You know, and I'll say this, it's... Uh... It's a sign of the importance of having women in, in uh, leadership roles and in the legislature because this mm-hmm. was basically ushered through by all women. 
uh, Rolanda Hollis, uh, went to her counterparts on the Republican side. I know she mentioned uh, she was on our podcast, Alabama Politics, this week. That's a shameless plug. Uh, but uh, she, she mentioned that uh, she went to Terry Collins and some other Republican women, uh, and they helped her get this thing through. And uh, then it was pushed through on the Senate side uh, by women on that side as well. And uh, you know, and she had another bill. Uh, this is the benefit, again, of having women in those roles. She had another bill that will provide uh, feminine hygiene products in high schools, uh, in the poorer high schools in, around the state for students who, who don't have access to those things. And, and I mean, those types of, of bills address real problems, uh, real women's health issues. Uh, and I think it, you know, when, when they're left up to just men, they don't recognize that and they don't recognize the importance of it. And, and so I think these were very, very important bills that, that went through, especially the, the shackling of pregnant women, because we, we do know of women who have lost children or had complications during pregnancy because of the shackling. Well, I think uh, Alabama Rise uh, deserves a lot of credit for a lot of these types Absolutely. of bills that get through. They do, <laughs> they do a great really job out do. there. I just say it's just so refreshing having a good bill. Let me just say that. Yeah. We don't get that very often. Two of them. Two of them. So rare. Actually address issues, and especially women's Mm -hmm. issues. Well, I I, pause to you guys. I want to move on here. Uh, Elect more Democrats. That'll that'll help. Well, (laughs) you know, the Republicans didn't get on board with this, you know. Give them some Uh, credit here, Josh. Come on. U.S. Senate candidate. They didn't sponsor it. U.S. Senate candidate Katie Britt. (laughs) Mo Brooks have agreed to a Senate debate to be sponsored by the Alabama Republican Party. It would be broadcast statewide. However, Susan, Mike Durant has yet to offer to join in the debate. I'm shocked. He doesn't like to be in any situation where he's going to have to face a question. That's just, I mean, every time he gives a a speech or whatever, they scuttle him out of there real quick, keep him away from the media. He certainly is not going to show up for a debate. He's already missed one. And he's Actually, not, he's missed six. Is it six, six. now? He's missed six, six debates. Six. <laughs> you, you think he's going to show up for this one? I mean, if, if this man cannot show up and argue his policy and tell us what he's about, what is he going to do? Go climb in a tortoise shell in, in, in D.C. when he's up there and not have to answer any questions or be accountable for anything? I mean, he can't even come out and tell us what he wants to do. And I, there are still some people who support. Why do you want someone that won't even debate issues against their like? I don't understand how he has support. Stop it. So, what's your take on that, Josh? <laughs> so, if I'm understanding this correctly, Mike Durant is not showing up to any forums, and you know, possibly will not do the debate here. And he's leading in the polls somehow or another, uh, based solely, it seems, on a bunch of TV commercials that he's running. So essentially he's the Alexander Shannara of the Republican. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if I, if I understand this right. Right. Yeah, I think that's exactly what it is. Uh, you know, <laughs> I love that, but it's really true. He, he, he's missed six debates. Yeah. He, there's, there was one last week that they canceled in Baldwin County because yeah. he wouldn't show up. But this guy wants to be senator from Alabama. Now, I think, and Josh, you've written about this, and I've written about it some. Uh, The biggest thing I think Mike Durant is afraid of is not just policy. As Mo Brooks said, he wiped the floor with him with policy. Mm -hmm. And Katie Mm -hmm. Britt could wipe both of them's 
both of them, the with both, both of them, them in policy. One in each hand. One in each hand. Uh, wax on, wax off. Yes. But I think the real thing that Durant doesn't want is for anybody to say, why did you defend your father who sexually molested yeah. your sister year after year and after And you year? knew it. Yeah, no, I, I think they didn't know it until later. When he defended him, yeah, no, he he doesn't he doesn't want to have to defend that. And I mean, let's be honest, he doesn't want to have to defend a lot of things because it's uh, no. uh, or or to state a position on things. He doesn't want to have to stand in front of cameras and and answer tough questions, and he's never had to to this point. No, because he stands behind the camera, and they make him look Charlie like some kind of war hero that's gone to seed. I mean. I don't know why Trump would endorse him. Trump didn't like people. Who he got doesn't captured. like people that were captured. Right, that's a bad thing. That's a bad thing. Captured. <laughs> Susan, <laughs> that, you, you have the last word on that one. I, you don't want me to have the last word on that. No, one. I'll just you say it. he's a miserable no. little turd who needs to leave the race, and he's honestly a disgrace to the people of Alabama. And you're not even from here. Like, damn. I bet he puts sugars on his grits. <laughs> well, we're gonna have to leave it right bet. there. You're watching The Voice of Alabama Politics. We'll be right back. Is Jonathan going to have to beat that? You'll never guess what 400,000 people in the U.S. were using when they crashed their cars last year. No, not this. This. Distracted driving will kill you. Drive safe, Alabama. A message from your Alabama Department of Transportation.
Welcome back to The V, the voice of Alabama politics. You know, there are tons of issues in life that people want to avoid. There are issues that families cannot avoid. The legislature, Alabama legislature, passed a bill that criminalizes the treatment of transgender youth. It is the only bill in the United States of America that criminalizes what a doctor and the parents can do for their child, Susan. In a state that claims that we, we, are, we have these certain values, yes, you may not understand what a transgender youth goes through or what their family goes through, but is it the state's business? No, it's absolutely not the state's business. That is between the parent, the child, and a doctor. Now, I know these lawmakers love to get their nose in everybody's medical business. That's been going on, you know, as a woman, that's been going on for a very, very long time. But we're, we're talking about children here. They're not only just, they're, they're teenagers trying to get used to being a teenager, but they also have other issues that can be handled with a doctor that they're trying to get in between. Thank God they've already filed found, found a lawsuit on this. They're, they're, you know, th this is not going to go unheard. Well, I mean, there are two lawsuits. Uh, Arkansas passed one last year, passed a similar bill last year, and it, it federal court has blocked it. But, Josh, where does this go from here? Well, I mean, it's going to get struck down uh, by a federal court. It's, it's, that's pretty obvious. But, you know, it's... Um, I just think there's so many really misconceptions about and purposeful misconceptions about the, this uh, mm -hmm. and what transgender families go through and who they are. Um, you know, first of all, you know, people talk about these uh, permanent uh, things that are taking place with these kids. That, that's not happening. Um, you know, no, no doctor is go, is going to do that to to a child under the age of 18. Um, and and these are not short. Uh, conversations. These are not short treatment plans. These are things that have cost these families tens of thousands of dollars in most cases. And, and they've worked with doctors and psychologists through a numerous steps and plans on things uh, to address a child who the parents, in most cases, the majority of cases, are very fearful that they're going to do something to harm themselves because they feel so misplaced in their own body. All right. And, and, you know, they don't want to go through that. Those parents don't want to go through that. All they're no. attempting to do is to trust their doctors and, and, and healthcare <coughs> professionals in, in trying to find a treatment plan for their children that makes them feel okay. That's all they're trying to yeah. do. And we've come over the top of that because we're using just basic fear of the unknown. That's all we're doing is using basic fear of the unknown to, to criminalize these doctors and, and these patients that are just trying to help, they're just trying well, to help these kids. And does it apply to therapy at all? You know, th those medical professionals who are <coughs> treating those kids with gender dysphoria, talking them through their issues, should they, are, are they the bad guys too now? Well, they may be, but as long as they don't prescribe them any medication. Right. They're, Nothing they're, that actually, yeah. you know, makes them feel better. Yeah. yeah none of that. You know, the thing is, and I think you, you bring up a great point here, they, these people are, these children are in therapy. And most children don't want to be in therapy. They want no. to be hanging out no. with their friends and doing stuff. <coughs> Nobody has asked for this. And somebody no, said to me the road. other day, well, it's a terrible know. road to take for them. I mean, they, you know, the bullying and the, uh, and the, you know, the, the fact that they're treated so differently by everybody, they don't want that. 
you know, this is not yeah. this is not an easy road. They're just trying to figure out what is best for them in the in this life, and they're just trying to live. Is all they're trying to do, and we're criminalizing them for it. Right. Because that's what drives me nuts is that it's a choice thing. It's a choice. Nobody chooses to go down <gasps> such an, a, no. a rocky road, uh, you know, uh, like homosexuality, being transgender, anything like that. No, we don't. We didn't wake up and we're like, yeah, let's do that. No, it's <laughs> it's not like that. Josh, I know you're dying to chime in on that one. <laughs> well, you know, it's, you know, it's exactly what Charlie said. Nobody chooses this, you know, any more so than a straight person chooses to be straight. You know, you don't you, you don't wake up one day and choose this path. OK, it's just not what happens. And uh, and for most of these kids, they've struggled with this for months, if not years of trying to figure out what's wrong and why they're not feeling right. And listen, all I would ask is that people, if you're you know, if you're going to be outraged about it, at least learn about it. OK, at least learn right. what's going on. Right. Listen to some of these parents and some of these kids and listen to what they say and how they talk. I mean, it, it's just. You, you can tell immediately that these are people that love their children uh, as much as anybody, and, and they just yeah. want them to be okay. And, and, and two things that I, I would like to get in here real quick is, number one, we need to respect the doctor, patient, parent privilege here. Mm -hmm. The other thing is, if you don't understand something, don't hate it because you don't understand And don't it. try don't, to understand And, and don't uh, encourage others who don't understand it to hate it as well, because that's what they're doing. They, they have something that they're afraid of, and so they're going to try to do something about it to get all of these other other people to well, hate it as well. You know, I saw something interesting on the Internet the other day, and I, and I thought, and I, I'm probably going to get booted off the show for this, it said, if you have a, have a religion that teaches you to hate, you need a new religion. Yeah, well, uh, we hear a lot more about the Old Testament than we do about the love, love of God, but there you go. Uh, Josh, we got about a minute and 20 seconds. You want to tell us what, what's going to happen next with the gaming bill? <laughs> yeah, well, uh, I, if, if I'm reading the tea leaves correctly, uh, I believe what we're going to have is a special <laughs> session at some point. Um, and, uh, you know, I think that uh, Kay Ivey said this week that one of her biggest disappointments is the fact that uh, the gambling has not progressed. And, um, I, and it's understandable. I mean, you, you got a bill sitting out there that's very popular with voters. You have a bill that, that will create 12,000 jobs around the state uh, and bring in a billion dollars a year in tax revenue. Why would you not be disappointed that you couldn't get that done? You know, and, and not to mention it's going to economically lift some very depressed areas in the states. So I, I just think that, uh, that it's going uh, there's going to be a push at some point in the near future for this. Um, and uh, hopefully we can get something done. I, I think that it's at this point, there's so much Wild West gaming taking place out there where it's unregulated yeah. and people are just being crazy with things that we've got to do something to regulate some of this. Yeah, we've got it's got to be we've got to get it under control. And a lot of the existing uh, track owners have it under control, but some of these other rogue ones do not. Well, we need to no. legalize it, tax it, regulate it. And uh, that's, that's going to have to be the last word, Charlie. Think so? All right. You've been watching the V, the voice of Alabama politics. You watch us because we watch them.